Hey, everyone. Welcome to Tara and Miranda, the podcast. We'll be here every week exploring what it means to live more fully and not just more busy. We invite you to take this time just for you to slow down and restore yourself so that you can bring even more of your awesome into the world. Are you ready, Tara? So ready, Miranda. Then let's dive in. weekly dose of Tara and Miranda. Miranda? Yes. Hello. This morning. Hello. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going a little off script because we had a plan and the plan didn't fit our feelings. So like we offer to a lot of you to stay curious and go with, I guess, where your energy is. That is what we are doing today. And we're going to be exploring the topic of self-love, which obviously we can't cover all of that in 30 minutes, but we are going to try our best for what's up for us because this seems very timely, which is why we chose it today. And so we don't have an outline. So why don't we just (laughs) check in and have a curious conversation about it. Miranda, how are you? Well, I just, as you were introducing this topic and saying, and like, being very transparent about we had a plan and we're throwing the plan away for today. I like in this moment, I'm actually like, I want to applaud you. Like I want to slow clap you right now (laughs) because that is not your natural state of being or your happy state of being. Not to say that you're not, I mean, you suggested this throwing the plan away. So, you know, but I just think you deserve a little celebration for that. Like stretching. I think think that's more about the fact that I trust us. (laughs) But thank you. Thank you. I'm well, growing. I'm growing. Totally. And that's a wonderful thing to say too, that like, there is so much trust here. So I'm feeling that as well, that like, we can, we can wing it a little bit um, from time to time and trust each other enough that it's going to be fine. It's going to be better than fine. It's going to be great. Totally. Yeah. So I'm pretty good today. I had a good start to my day, a little journaling, a little reflecting, which is always a nice way to start a day. Coming off of a really great weekend in nature and roughing it a little bit, you know, going up to a cottage that's not winterized. And so having to hack our way through the snow and venture across a frozen lake to get to where we need to go. It was all very adventurous. I was texting Tara for our listeners benefit over the weekend. And she's like, your vacations sound like work. Yeah. (laughs) Not not my sort of vacation. And I texted her back and I said, it's called adventure, Tara. It's all in the eye of the beholder. That is not Tara's idea of a great vacation, but certainly for Mike and I, it is a version of a great vacation for us. So yeah, feeling, feeling good from, from that. How about you? How are you? So we are in day, business day three of my kids being home because there was a case of COVID in their class. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we're, we're dealing, we're dealing. <laughs> and yeah, there's just a lot of interesting conversations in my house right now about what to do with summer camp? Do we do summer camp? What does it look like? What are, so I feel 
unsettled because I can't plan as you have pointed out I can't plan <laughs> so um this is not it's not my favorite place to be so I'm a little all over the place um but generally um feeling very grateful today um I just watched a lot of things over the weekend that um, highlighted what people are going through in different ways. Um, people who are homeless, people who've like really been affected by this virus. And so, yeah, I was, I was just reflecting on how lucky I've been throughout this time and not to dismiss how I feel in all of this, but another perspective. So yeah, feeling grateful today that my kids have a place to go when they can't go to school. Gratitude is a wonderful thing to feel. It's one of the greatest things we can feel, I think, Agreed. as human beings. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay. I think this is the most positive we have checked in in a while, <laughs> Miranda. None of us said we're tired. Neither of no. us said we're tired, which is kind of amazing. How do we keep this going? <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about self-love because that would mean we're not judging ourselves or something. So, I mean, we don't have a definition today, but <laughs> I'd love to know, I know what's top of your mind when I say self-love, Miranda. Yeah, I was thinking about that. And just as we brought it up, you know, all the five minutes ago. And, <laughs> and uh, I think self-love in juxtaposition to the often used term self-care is it's the deeper version of that like self-care is sort of self-love in action so to speak but like not I'm, I'm sort of processing out loud here so forgive me listeners that, though, the, the <laughs> self-love in action well yeah because it's the things we do that take care of ourselves like self-care it's it's you know I exercise, I eat right, I, um, you know, have a skincare routine or all of the different things that we do that make us feel good, that self-care. But self-love is, it's like a deeper knowing to me. It's like, I love myself first. The person that I speak the nicest to, the gentlest to, the most loving to is myself first. I give myself the love that I would want to give the rest of the world. I fill my own cup up. I don't expect other people to do that for me. So it's this very deep understanding and knowing. What is it to you? Oh, yes, and this, because I don't think you're wrong. Self-love encompasses a lot of things. Like if you've heard of self-compassion, grace, self-care, all of that. And it's accepting, accepting you for who you are and embracing it all. Because I don't know if we ever fully get there. Like it, it feels sometimes like an elusive thing. But what was coming up for me when you were talking was more of the, like you can do self-care without loving yourself actually, because mm -hmm. you're just doing this action, like I'm supposed to do this, or even if it's just exercise, let's say you feel good about it, but you can still talk to yourself badly. 
I think the perfect way or the, the best way would be you're doing self-care because you love yourself so much that it's worth taking care of yourself. It's interesting, this, this acceptance of myself in, its, in my entirety, not just the nice parts, not just the great parts, but all of it. Mm-hmm. Like that feels important. <laughs> Well, you've mastered that, right, Miranda? Like you're there. (laughs) 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 Oh, but it, yeah, no. So absolutely not. In fact, I was just writing it. I was telling you before we even started to hit record, like I was writing in my journal this morning, like there is stuff coming up right now from like years ago that I said, or that I did that I just not my best moment, not my most proud. Oh, and stuff that I just have been like, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. That, that person back then, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with her, but she's coming back up. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard to look at those things, those pieces, even though they don't, because part of me is like, but that was then, right? That's the past. It doesn't exist anymore. And there's truth in that. But it's not because it's it's coming up and it feels just as real today as it did then. So there's something I haven't accepted about that, right? There is something present about that to me. It's not in the past. I haven't dealt with it. I haven't looked at it and I haven't accepted it. So yeah, that was part of what I was writing about this morning, which just feels very timely that we randomly pulled this topic out of our hats. Random. (laughs) Yeah, it's we were talking about this on our, um, our talk show with Tanya Mm. and we had an interesting conversation. I mean, that wasn't the only part of the conversation. We were bouncing in and out of different concepts, uh, in redefining control. And she's a huge advocate for this where it's like, once you can fully love yourself and everything else flows. And I'm paraphrasing because that's not exactly what she said. It's like once you can just really embrace who you are, really just be able to look in the mirror and say, I love you. It goes back to what you said. You will treat yourself the way that you would treat anybody that you love. And we're taught not to do that. There's always something to fix. There's always something to be better. There's always something to improve. And those things are true, of course. There's always something. But can you love yourself through the process of growth? Can you love yourself through all the ugly things that are coming up? Can you forgive yourself for all the things that you have done wrong, the people that you've wronged? Can you forgive yourself for wronging yourself? I mean, I feel like we're talking, I'm talking meta right now. Yeah, well, and I was about to ask you, I was just about to ask you, like, how is this showing up for you right now? Oh my goodness. So weight gain. Hmm. During Mm -hmm. this time, it is my biggest struggle, has been my biggest struggle throughout my life. And when I look at myself today, I'm just like, I'm grossed out. I'll be like, quite honest, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make me happy. And this time has been a process of, I'll never really be able to let it go until I can just accept that this is who I am right now. Yeah. 
Um, otherwise it's just an exercise in doing like that was one of the things that came up when you were talking is mm -hmm. this feels very much like a being place of can you just be who you are rather than focusing on the action because mm. I could I could just like you know drink all the smoothies and eat less food and you know I can find an app there's a million apps to choose from I could all of that. And that wouldn't be wrong, especially in taking care of yourself. Like I'm not advocating for not taking care of yourself. Right. But what, why? Yeah. Why am I doing it? Yeah. Is it because I really just want to love the body that I've been given or am I trying to reach some goal that I'm supposed to go to reach? Right. Totally. Totally. It, it ceases to be self-care actually when it's not about taking care of the present Tara or Miranda, mm -hmm. right? We're not trying to take care of the body we, we are in today. We're trying to take care of the body we would like to have, that we think we ought to have. And so we're trying to get there. I mean, I've done the whole like live healthy thing and I was able to get down to a size that I loved mm. at one point in my life and was able to maintain it for a while. And I obviously have not gotten to the root of why this continues to be a problem for me. Right. And I mean, I'm exploring all of that and it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Mm -hmm. However, I also have to learn to be able to love myself at this size and the size that I remember and all of that. Yeah. And accept that there are things that are unresolved mm. and forgive myself for that because we were talking a few episodes ago about talking to ourselves and the voices that we have when we're talking to ourselves and the voice in this realm for me is not a nice one it is extremely judgmental it is like you had you had gotten a hold of this why don't you have it now like just berating yeah. myself. Whereas if I was helping somebody with this, I would never talk to them that way. Right. Oh, you mentioned what it's like to, to accept yourself as you are. Have you, have you felt that in your life? Like, can you remember a time or maybe there are certain parts of I'd your life where recently. you feel that? Yeah. So and I want to bring this up because we have been going through this journey of this podcast and learning a lot about each other, the way that we work, our personality styles. And I feel like both of us have had, and I'll, I'll speak for me, but I feel like both, and I'll let you respond, mm -hmm. have had revelations that are just like, oh, that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah. That's just a part of who I am, the fact that I am extremely organized, that is actually a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And the more that I can just accept that that's how I am, it's not to say that I can't grow and stretch my range, but it was such an aha moment for me to be like, I don't have to be ashamed of that. I don't yeah. have to hide that when I'm around people who aren't like that. I just, I need to manage for it so that we can have a better working relationship. But that was such a big aha for me in the last six months. To be yeah. one of my strengths is learning. I can nerd out on reading books and mm -hmm. it's not that I'm just meticulous. That's not really it. It's just, I love to find learning opportunities. 
and that's actually a strength. What yeah. about you? Ooh, uh, so t- just like you, there's sort of two things that are rising to the top right now. That's like, this is where you get radically self-accepting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And one of those things is fun. Mm-hmm. I have not been having fun. Nor, nor have I been advocating for fun recently and it's killing me. So that's one of the things is, and, and, you know, I used to think of it as like, oh, it's just, it's a nice to have. It's not a must have, right? But what I've realized recently is no, it's a must. It has to be a part of the things that I do, even work. There has to be an element of play and fun because it's not just about fun. It's like core to who I am, like you're saying. It's core to who I am. It's important and I have to stand up for it. Mm-hmm. And the other part that started to come up through the VIA character strength survey that we took, but like you get your top five strengths from that and they're all very, they're individual strengths, but they're bucketed into these like virtues. They call them virtues in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the survey or in the test. So there's these like buckets of virtues that all the strengths fall under. And four out of five of my strengths are bucketed as what they call transcendence, which basically just means being, being able to see that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves. Right. Some sort of belief in a higher power those types of things. And I'm very connected to those things. And so like, that is a deep, deep part of who I am. I can, I can be very harsh with myself about that. You got to tone it down. You got to make it, got to bring it down to earth. And while I totally agree with all of that, that yes, I don't want to, I still want to have a good impact on the people I'm trying to have an impact on and be in relationship, good relationship with people. But I'm a pie in the sky, like hippie person. Like that's a part of who I am. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. When I really get to lean into it, I feel great. And I believe that once you are embracing, um, accepting, curious even Mm -hmm. about the things that you discover about yourself, Mm -hmm. then you can show up unapologetically and you're still, like I say, both of us are still trying to figure out our words, how to articulate it, how to yeah. put up the boundaries that allow us to be the people that we are. Yeah. But we can do that more confidently mm-hmm. because we're just like, yeah, this is who I am. So I'm not apologizing anymore. Right. And being able to have conversations, like we've had so many of these conversations with each other about, hey, this is something I realized, let's talk about it. And it's been so helpful because our working relationship has gotten so much better. I mean, we're still figuring it out as always, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more that we can put on the table about this is what I need yeah. to be at my best, not this is what I need so that I'm gonna dim your light, but this is what I need to be at my best then we can figure out a working way of being so that we're both honored. Yeah, that's, you know, when we talk about being in in good relationship with each other, I think that's a huge, like, it's funny. It's kind of a a weird irony of it. (laughs) To be in good relationship with you 
I have to work on me first, right? I cannot focus on just the relationship. I actually need to start with myself and make sure that I have what I, that, that I have the self-awareness and, and the ability to communicate who I am and what I need to another person. And when I can do that really well, and you can do that really well, like it, it's a beautiful, magical thing that happens where we, we now can be together in a way that doesn't dim each other, doesn't dim each other's lights, or we don't feel like we have to contort or be different just to be around each other. Because that's, I think, when we start to feel out of alignment. Yeah. Like if you have ever found yourself saying, I feel stuck, or just you feel trapped, I don't know how other way to describe it. Like I'm remembering how I felt when I left my previous career to this, of just, I couldn't be myself. I couldn't express myself. And how much people were trying to make me be someone else and make me be quiet. Yeah. And how, like now it's been eight years of undoing that. I'm still undoing it. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. And being like, oh, actually that's just who I am. Yeah. And I think at times it can be other people being, wanting you to be quiet and small. It can be the other person. Even as I think about right now, like myself right now, I'm generally speaking, in environments where people are, are pretty accepting of who I am. I don't need, there is no need to hide. It's safe. Most, you know, in most of the relationships that I have in my life, it's pretty safe. And yet I still hide. <laughs> and yet I still put these self-imposed muzzles over my mouth, or I try to contort. And I can tell myself that it's for the sake of my own growth. I'm making space for others. Yes, that's true. And I think there's a self-imposed shrinking that can happen even when we're around the safest people because we haven't done that self-work. We haven't accepted ourselves yet. And so it's really hard to, to be seen. Yep, totally. I mean, obviously we have just scratched the surface of this topic and I feel really energized around trying to figure out how we can talk about this more yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. But what I'd love to leave you all with in this is just start getting to know yourself. You can't love what you don't know. <laughs> so the more self-aware you can become, the, the more you can start to understand the depths of who you are, the parts that you've forgotten about yourself, the parts that you've been told aren't valuable, you know, not to your face necessarily, but just, I know in a workplace in general, my types of strengths are valued. Yes. So and mine are not. Yeah. So I get a <laughs> lot of positive reinforcement through my whole career I have. Mm -hmm. And the detriment is I forgot about the other parts because I've got a lot of other parts too. That's true. And someone like Miranda brings so much depth and so much color to my strengths and how can we bring more of that up i'm just talking about a work environment but obviously that would apply to any relationship you have yes 
Uh, plus one, I had mentioned a character strength survey actually as a place mm -hmm. to start. Um, Cause obviously talking to your friends, talking to a therapist, talking to a coach, these are all great places to get to know yourself. But it can also just be like a simple, you know, 20 minute exercise. And so I would look up, I would Google VIA character strengths. It's a free test that you can do online. And it has given me so much knowledge and, and language around my strengths and who I am. So I would offer that as like a great place to start for people to, to yeah. start to build that self-awareness if you don't feel like you have it. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Brene in uh, her, what, I mean, she talks about this in all of her books, but particularly Braving the Wilderness, great book to read about this very topic and belonging. She uses actually a, a quote from Maya Angelou in her definition of belonging. Like true self, true belonging is that I belong everywhere and nowhere. The paradox of, no, of loving yourself so deeply that you belong to yourself first and knowing that you do belong everywhere, but you don't need the external validation to belong to feel that you do. So it's, it's this beautiful paradox of love yourself first and the rest will follow. That's a wrap on another episode of Tara and Miranda, the podcast. Did you love what you heard? Write a review where you listen to podcasts and share the love with a friend who needs to hear this. Want more while you wait for the next episode? Just visit us at taramiranda.com and take a minute to sign up for updates. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and we hope you'll catch us next week on Wednesday. Bye! Bye. <laughs>